Hey friend, welcome to The Ashley O Show. I'm your host, Ashley O'Connor. I'm a registered nurse turned health coach, and I am on a mission to keep people out of the hospital and into healthier lives than they ever thought possible. How? By getting back to the basics, prioritizing mental health, ditching diet culture, and repairing our relationships with food, fitness, and our bodies. Expect unfiltered, unapologetic, and unsugarcoated conversations about building lives, careers, bodies, and minds that are stronger than we could have imagined. The truth is, I don't have it all figured out, but I plan on spending my life searching for answers to the most important questions. This podcast is all about bringing you along for that ride. Now let's go chase some uncertainty. What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Ashley O Show. Today, we have one of our drive time series, like short and sweet style episodes. So I'm going to just dive right into this one. Today, we are talking all about accountability partners, and we're asking the question whether your accountability partner is actually helping you or hindering you. Now, this is 100% a hot take because I know that accountability is so critical in so many areas of our life. And we know based on research that it can be very helpful to help people stick to a goal. And when we're talking about movement specifically, which is what we are doing today, I have just recently been thinking about this because of my own relationship with those who hold me accountable in my life and how that has shifted and changed as I have taken this journey to heal my relationship with exercise. So just a little bit of background. I am someone who is healing this foundational piece from a place where I used to push myself constantly, push past the pain, even if I was extraordinarily sore, could barely lower myself onto a toilet, for example, I would still push myself to go to the gym and then end up in a burnt out place or maybe injured or just not feeling great because I'm pushing past my body's natural cues to me that I may be going too hard, right? I was also the person that was kind of like team no days off. If I didn't make it to the gym, I would experience extraordinary guilt over missing a day, missing a workout. I would feel bad about it. And there was just lots of guilt and shame associated with my relationship to exercise. And maybe some of you can relate to that idea. I think that many of us are coming from this place where we move our bodies because we feel like we have to. It feels like an obligation. It feels like if we don't, then we should feel those feelings of shame and guilt. Like it has become so normalized that that is how we operate. So many coaches are built on the foundation that they guilt you into doing more. Like, We have mantras built on like no pain, no gain. Like that is an extremely normal phrase used in the fitness community. We have coaches like Jillian Michaels, right? I grew up watching Jillian Michaels scream at people to do more work. Now, there's a time and place. I know that there are some people who 100% identify with that style of coaching. It just works for them. And that is 100% okay. That is part of figuring out what your relationship to exercise is, what actually motivates you, what works for you. That is totally fine. I am not saying that those coaches shouldn't be doing that because if it's a style that works for the people that they work with, then fine. No big deal. But Because this is so common, because that aggressive relationship with exercise has been in many ways pegged as the norm, we just think that in order to move our bodies, in order to have a consistent routine around movement, that we need to do it from a place of guilt or shame or anger or aggression like that has been what's associated with fitness for a long time. 
And so it's no wonder that exercise and movement have been pegged as this should have to obligation. So why would you want to do it? Of course, our relationship to it is toxic because we don't typically like to do things that we are forced to. We don't like to do things that we are obligated to. And exercise is no different. This is something that we work on in my homecoming program in coaching in general is trying to heal this foundational relationship to exercise where we come at it from a place of intuition, intuitive movement, listening to your body, where you can get to the place where you figure out what actually works for you, what feels best for your body, what you enjoy the most, but what also gives you the results that you're looking for when you need to rest and maybe when you have more energy to push it in the gym. And of course, as we are building out a habit around movement where we're trying to be more consistent and find a form of exercise that works for us, it is natural to reach out to other people to help hold you accountable to whatever goal you have set. And there is nothing wrong with accountability partners. Do not get me wrong from the title of this episode or anything that we've talked about. But I do think it's important to examine what that relationship looks like. So classic me, I have gone on a tangent, but let me tell you a little bit about what has been happening for me over the past few months and where this episode idea actually came from. So I am currently working out at a gym here in Denver. We are leaving soon, which is wild, but I found a gym that I enjoyed that incorporated mobility and also some strength training, sometimes cardio, not my favorite, but whatever. (laughs) It is a fun workout and the structure is enjoyable for my brain because there's lots going on. I, of course, when I like something, I bring everyone along. So I've had my husband come with me. I've had my roommate, one of my roommates come with me and they both enjoyed it too. My husband will come with me as like a buddy pass system because I have a couple of those. So that's fine. But my roommate enjoyed it so much that she chose to also join this gym, which is great. I was so excited about this prospect and I still am. Don't get me wrong. In the first week that she joined, we had this really great system where we went like almost every single day. It was one of those weeks where I had lots of energy, probably related to where I was in my cycle and a number of other things that gave me so much energy for exercise. I was feeling super great, but that doesn't happen all the time. There are times when my energy is lower, where I am more sore, where I feel like I need more rest or I need a slower, lower impact movement, or I want to do something else or sleep in and go later. Like there are lots of factors that relate to our consistency or our routine around exercise. I truly believe that if we want to build a consistent routine with exercise, there needs to be flexibility built in. So here's what I noticed that started happening. One of two things typically would occur in the evening because we have to like make a decision are we going to the class or not in the evening because it has like a sign up system, which is another level of accountability that is really great for a lot of people. But in the evening, I would listen to my body. I would think about whatever I was planning to do in the morning in terms of a workout and I would make a choice. Do I want to go or not? Right. And there are some occasions where I'm feeling tired. I just I'm, I'm feeling kind of like slow. I don't know. And I would kind of be like, I don't know if I want to go tomorrow. And that in that moment, the push for my accountability partner to say, no, we should go. It's going to be good will be enough to be like, you know what? You're right. I'm going to I'm going to go tomorrow. That sounds great. But then there are other occasions where I'm listening to my body. My legs hurt. Uh, I know I need a rest day. I know I need a day where I'm focusing more on mobility or 
I know that the class tomorrow is high intensity and I don't have the energy for that. I feel like that's probably going to stress my body more than I would like to. And I would rather do a lower impact movement or a strength training day, something like that. And I know that I should not go to that workout and I make that decision. And what happens in that occasion is that my partner in that sense, my accountability partner, wants to push in the same way that they did before. But what tends to go on is the more you push back. So if you are listening to your body and you know, no, I'm, I'm tomorrow's not happening. It's just not right for me. I need a rest day. I need whatever. If your accountability partner is then pushing you further and further and then using that same guilt and shame that maybe you did for a long period of time to get you to go, this is when the relationship can be more hindering than harmful in your journey towards healing this relationship. I started to notice this happening. And for me, I have been working for so long on rebuilding my relationship to movement that I'm at a place where I feel confident enough to say, no, I know I'm sticking to my guns. I'm good. I'm okay. But if you are early on in this journey, or maybe you haven't taken that leap yet, but you're feeling kind of toxic with movement, that push is only going to push you to go. And then you are just perpetuating the idea that exercise is an obligation, a have to, something associated with guilt. And that is where I think that accountability partners can be more hindering than helpful. Because if we override our ability to listen to our body and what it needs and trust that as we are rebuilding trust with our bodies, if we are able to override that from the guilt that comes from somebody pushing us to move or go to the gym or whatever in a way that we know isn't aligned, we are ignoring those base intuitions and our body's going to lose trust. Our body's then going to be under more stress and exercise and movement continue to become something that we have to do, something that is about guilt. So like I said, I am all for accountability partners, but here is really what needs to happen. Your accountability partner that you choose needs to understand your relationship to exercise, what you're trying to get out of this relationship, the kind of communication or motivation that works for you, and they need to know when you are serious and when you do not need any more pushing. That needs to be a clear level of communication between the two of you. That's something that you can establish early on. You can explain, hey, it's so awesome that you're joining this gym and that we're doing this together, but I'm working on listening to my body. I'm working on my relationship with exercise. So if you're trying to push me to go to the gym and I cite that I'm listening to my body or that I'm extremely sore or that I'm really stressed or just that it's not working, just know that... I don't need any more pushing because I'm really trying to make it so that exercise isn't an obligation. I'm trying to make it so that exercise isn't about guilt. And that's been really hard for me. So that's just the level of support that I need. What kind of support do you need? That is the type of conversation and relationship that you can build with your accountability partner. Because like I said earlier in this episode, some people thrive on really being pushed. They, It's really easy for them to get in their own way. And that is 100% true. Listening to your body is not just about listening to the fleeting moments of zero motivation. It's not just listening to the fleeting moments of being tired because there are 100% areas of life or time or phases or seasons where you just wake up and first thing in the morning at 5 a.m., no, I don't want to roll out of bed. But that's not because my body needs to sleep more or like 
needs to skip the workout. It's just because I'm waking up and I just don't feel like moving from my really nice warm bed into a cold gym lifting weights in that moment. So a little bit of push or a little bit of motivation first thing is great for me. And it can take a little finesse and skill to learn the difference between those two things, but that's part of the journey of healing the relationship with exercise. So work with your accountability partner in a way that makes sense to you. But I really think that as we heal and as we start to try and associate movement with love and respect for our bodies, with knowing that it's going to give us energy or make us feel good or help us reach goals, like associating exercise with those things rather than guilt and shame, we need to just examine our relationship with the people in our lives who help push us to move our bodies. Maybe it's time that you need a break with that system to really tune in, dial in and listen. Because there was 100% a period of time for me where I needed to not be in the gym. I needed to not be in that environment at all. Because I knew for me that that had become really toxic. I am at a point now where I don't feel that anymore. And I feel a lot more comfortable and happy being in a gym again. But as you're in this journey, I don't want you to take one step forward just to get pushed 20 steps back. So I don't want you to push yourself and like not listen to your body to the point where exercise suddenly becomes toxic again. Because even if you have healed that relationship, it's easy to go right back down the rabbit hole. That's the system that we have built in a lot of ways. So just examine this. Be cautious about it. It came to me because I noticed that it was starting to happen for me, where sometimes I'd feel guilty enough or not want to deal with it enough that I would push myself to go even when I didn't feel like it. And I was overriding my body's message to myself. And it made me feel worse in the long run, even though, yeah, it's great to move your body. Like I like doing it. But I didn't listen to my body. And so then I end up more sore. So then I end up feeling toxic around exercise. Maybe I end up injured. There are lots of things that can get in your way. There are lots of barriers that can happen that can set you back, even if you've been doing this work for a long time. And also, sometimes these accountability relationships are built on you being the motivator for the other person. And if you are in that phase where you are trying to heal this relationship, that can be problematic as well, because that actually happens for me and my roommate. I tend to be the motivator, where if I go, she will go. If I do not go, she doesn't go, right? Same with my husband, very similar. If I go to the gym, he tends to just come with me. If I don't go, he won't go. And so that can feel like a lot of responsibility to carry for a person, right? Your choice is determining theirs. And that can 100% push you to do something that doesn't feel right for your body because you feel bad for your choice impacting them. So you end up forcing yourself to go because you want to support the other person. We need to watch for that relationship too. Once more, I am not against accountability partners. I know that it can be so valuable for people in their journey and helping them remain consistent. We know based on research that accountability partners in any realm of your life can be a helpful thing. But I just want you to take it with a grain of salt because I think we kind of blanket the term and say accountability partners are great for everyone and it's always good to be pushed to go to the gym. But in reality, depending on the season of life we're in, depending on what we're trying to heal and our relationship to exercise and how strong it is, we may need to take a step back or we may need to set better boundaries. You need to just make sure that you are always going back to your own why about exercising. Why are you choosing to exercise? Not why somebody else is, but why you are for you, not somebody else. 
We need to be able to plan our workouts and plan them with flexibility built in. And the person that you're working with needs to respect that flexibility. You need to have an open form of communication, way to tell them, no, today I'm really listening to my body and it's hurting, so I'm not going to go today. And that needs to be okay. You do not need to be pushed further. So just examine this relationship. That is all I would like from today's episode because this is what I needed. So I know this is like a little bit different of a topic because I think most people say get an accountability partner all the time and I'm all for it, but make sure that relationship is healthy. At the end of the day, you get to decide what happens to your body for your body and you are responsible for listening to it. Your body is communicating with you all the time and we have ignored those cues for so long that it can be hard to hear them. So work on first healing those relationships, hearing those cues again, and building trust back up in your body. All right, guys, I hope that this episode at the very least made you just think a little bit. Maybe just got those cogs turning, reflecting on your own relationship with exercise or the accountability partners in your life. That is all I want. I just want you to do a little bit of introspection, a little bit of thought, and get to know yourself and your relationship a little bit better. If you need help with this, it is my area of expertise. So I would absolutely love to answer any questions you have or work with you if that feels right for you. You can always shoot me a message on Instagram. My door is always open. I am literally always rooting for each and every one of you. And I will see you next week. Thank you so much for allowing me to take up a little bit of your brain space today. Like seriously, it means the world to me. If you connected with this episode, it would be amazing if you could share it with your friends and tag me at Ashley O Show so that I can personally thank you. That way, we can build an army of badass women who believe in themselves that will take the world by storm. I cannot wait to see what we make possible.